Hello? Hello, Yuli. Hey, Matt. How's it going? <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining hey. me. <laughs> hey, no, no. Thanks so much for having a chance to talk with me, too. Now, where are you at right now? Are you in Mexico or are you in Los Angeles? No, we just came back from Mexico. Uh, 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 we are in L.A. right now. Yeah. Now, do you guys still all reside in, in Monterrey or, or another part of Mexico? No, no, no. We're actually living in L.A. right now. We started the band in um, the beginning of 2000 mm-hmm. in Monterrey, Mexico. And then uh, after releasing uh, our first two albums, we started to have a lot of uh, like shows around California area. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also a lot of like uh, film supervisors and like video game supervisors were asking us to do some music for TV shows or or, or uh, movies, and so we started to have a lot of things uh, here in LA. So we we were spending more time here in LA than in Monterey. So we just moved just had, to just LA. Move over. Yeah, the first time I found out about you guys, it was when the LAMC was held in Los Angeles. The one year yeah. I was I was actually I was an intern for Tomas Cookman at his office, and I was helping oh, awesome. him out and. That's how I discovered you guys, and I've run into you a few times. I was at the Amoeba Music when Atlas came out, where you played there, and then I saw you. Oh open yeah, up for I remember Manu. that. Yeah, it was like a small show, and then I saw you open up for Manu Chao at the Shrine, and exactly. then uh, the Latin Grammys uh, after parties. I've run into some really. You've had some fantastic shows, man. Just watch you know, had some really cool stuff. Uh, yeah, that's good. thanks, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been uh, a, a fun, a, a fun, fun show we've been doing around. Well, you know, when I think of, of Monterrey, Mexico, and the alternative music scene, the two bands I always think of are Plastilina Mosh and Kinky. When the Latin alternative music scene started to pop up, the first band that I discovered was Plastilina Mosh. I saw them on uh, MTV. They were talking about this, you know, this Latin alternative music explosion that was coming, you know, from, from places like Mexico. And Plastilina Mosh, I think, was like one of the first early bands to be... And not just a rock band, but like a like an alternative band. What was the scene like back in the in the '90s and the '80s, as far as like alternative music? Before before the mid '90s, every band, rock band, or every uh, musician that uh, like or even pop, uh, needed to 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 move and live in Mexico City if they wanted to have a a career or to have an opportunity to be in the in the music business yeah and then after uh, I, like in the mid 90s suddenly monterey started to have a musical scene of its own it was happening and it started to have a lot of buzz around it because uh, all of these bands were doing music uh, and performing in, in it was called Barrio Antiguo like downtown Monterey where it had a lot of bars and a lot of bands were doing their own music and mixing styles and doing their own thing and everybody was starting to hear about it and Mexico City suddenly all the labels were like oh what's going on in Monterey so they, they started to sign bands even though that they were not in Mexico City already living or doing something, and and suddenly bands from Monterey or, or uh, started to have like like you say like this uh, exposure in MTV and national television, 
uh, and it was really surprising for everybody that because they they, they were still living in Monterrey mm -hmm. and hanging with with their own families in Monterrey instead of having to move to Mexico City and and, and leave your your hometown. So it was really uh, interesting to have this thing going on, and then also in Guadalajara and also in Tijuana, at the same time it started to to happen. Uh, stuff a little uh, something some similar stuff like that like in Tijuana uh, with Nortec Collective uh, uh, started to, to do some to do their own thing and then in Guadalajara uh, we started to hear some also some some bands from there it started to to be very really really interesting to to hear that uh, a lot of things was going on in uh, in Mexico as the whole country not just in Mexico City because before that, you you heard about a band and you didn't even know where they're from. I just thought they were from Mexico City because everything was going on in Mexico City. And now you you could tell that this band is from Monterrey and this other band is Guadalajara. This other band is, is coming from uh, Tijuana. And it was really interesting to live that that moment. And then uh, and also it started to help other acts to and bands to develop and also have the opportunity to sign with a, a major label or or to have some like you say videos on MTV or 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 music on the radio stuff like that so that's how you how it all started in all this alternative yeah the alternative form of music do you play the accordion you play the keyboards uh, very electronic based what are some of the bands that influenced you as you were you know growing up as a musician we are from the north part of Mexico, so it's very for us very familiar to 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 grow up and listen to Mexican traditional folk music uh, like rancheras and norteñas and cumbia and all that. And then, but we because we were living in the border with with the states, and we were also having having all this uh, information coming from the Anglo music, like uh, like we were hearing to heavy metal. You know, so we were listening to suddenly more electronica rock. It was interesting to, to be growing up and have all this variety of, of music that we were listening to instead of uh, for example, like my father is very like, I'm just into rock, you know, or mm -hmm. the other guys, no, I, I'm always just into cumbia and ranchero. And another guy, no, I'm all, I'm all just into like jazz and, and <laughs> so it, it's very it, it's very normal to see that in everybody, you know. It, it, yeah. But uh, I think this new generation has started to 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 understand that uh, you could enjoy ranchero and then you can, I mean, after listening to Tierra del Norte, then you you would be listening to Iron Maiden, and then after that you were listening to the Chemical Brothers, and then you're listening to Vicente Fernandez. And then you know, so it's also interesting for us to to have all these different influences, and 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 at the end, we are making our own music based on 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 that, on our influences, on what we enjoy listening while we were growing up, and also what we enjoy listening right now. It's a generation that I think is more open to any any genre of style of music. Suddenly for us it's interesting to hear a song that has electronica and then some rock and some cumbia and then so it's uh -huh. something familiar and, and natural for us. As the albums continue to progress and for the, from the first the self-titled album and then to the Atlas and then into Reina, you started incorporating some more English lyrics into the songs. 
Did you get a kind of backlash from fans, or was was everybody okay with that? No, it, it, it was also very natural for us because, like I said, we were we grew up uh, living in, in the border with, with with the state, so it was very natural for us to have all this information in English and have all these influences of of uh, ads, television, things that we we were growing up uh, living and, and listening to. So for us, it's starting to to. But since our first album, we, I mean, half of the songs are, even though that they maybe don't have a lot of lyrics, mm-hmm. but even just the titles are in English, you know, like Red Spot, Corman, you know, and yeah. <laughs> all of, and, you know, and uh, um, all these songs that we did uh, uh, in, in English, and they were already, for us, like a natural um, way of expressing ourselves. And then... Uh, while we were progressing on our albums, we were kind of maybe incorporating more, depending of if we were touring more in the States, you know, then suddenly we were just getting more inspired on, on things that we were living and in, in, in seeing in English or hearing in English. Then, then we suddenly we were spending more time in Mexico. So Reina is an album that it has a lot of more, um, I think a little bit more of um, English, uh, Spanish, lyrics as well mm-hmm. but then we came to Barracuda and then he uh, Moni Mark helped us also produce that album and, and has a mix of English and Spanish songs and then our fifth album uh, Sueño de la Máquina that is, that's uh, like 99% in, in Spanish so mm. it's just the way we feel how we how we feel we do it it's not like we, we are thinking on we should do a song in English because of this, or we should do a song in Spanish. It's more about inspiration, and and if if it sounds right, we just leave it the way the way it is, and in, in the in the language that it, that it came, you know. So for us, it's natural, yeah. and we're yeah. not thinking. The Kinky now is one of the bands mentioned along with some of the the biggest names from the rock and espanol scene from the history of it you know that have had the biggest impact you know over the years maldita vecindad mano negra the cadillacs capatacuba now kinky you guys are one of those bands mentioned as a big influence on a young bands i've i've seen the influence that the musical influence that you guys have had on a lot of the new bands coming out. It's been less than a decade, but you know now you guys are influencing a whole other you know armies of bands out there. How does it feel? It's uh, something that, uh, as a musician, I think it's important for us to inspire. Even not if you are not a musician, if we inspire you to to do something, I mean, some, we, we get some uh, feedback from fans or from people that, oh, when I hear your music, I just jump and start working and finish my, my, my things that I need to do it done because it gets me so excited and stuff. And then I hear some people that, oh, I, just, I just use it to, to go to the gym and, I, and it pumps me up and it's great. And then people say like, oh, I, I got inspired with you and, and I developed this new musical project. So for us, it's, 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 some, it's a great reward to, to hear that because um, it's like you said, I mean, it, the history of music, it's a story that is built uh, piece by piece, you know, and it's important that uh, we don't miss those links for so long so we can keep developing. And for example, in Mexico, our musical scene, it's important that uh, not, not we just not have just uh, pop or, or norteño or, or ranchero. It's important that... Uh, that we have other musical styles that, that can be 
also important and, and that can influence people to, to be open to new styles of music and enjoy music as, as it is, you know, not because it has a, a specific uh, style or genre, you know. What do you think about the, the, the future of the Latin alternative music scene? Like I said, when the first Kinky album came out, the Latin alternative scene was, it seemed maybe, or maybe I'm wrong, that it was really, really big. It was really huge. All the bands at the time, all the biggest bands from the veteran bands like the Cadillacs, Capitacuba, everybody was, was putting albums all at the same time. And you guys at the time were kind of were the, the new band on the block. What direction do you think that whole scene is moving? We have more bands than ever, which is really great. We are in a stage where maybe we, we're still having those amazing alternative acts that, that started all this, like Cafe Tacuba, like you said, like uh, La Maldita Vecindad, Los Cadi, like Manu Chao, all these great bands that started all this. Now I think uh, Mexico it's in particular has uh, a lot of uh, new bands going on that people are, are enjoying a lot. And, and the Mexico alternative scene, it's very strong and it's big. And it's just about to, to be discovered from from other countries as well. Uh, I think right now it's it's getting stronger in Mexico and people are supporting it a lot. So there are a lot of, uh, right now, like festivals that uh, are held by just alternative bands. They are held with uh, 60,000 people, which they, are, they say, like, for example, we, we heard from promoters that we, it's bigger than pop right now, so it's it's the new pop if you if you want to <laughs> yeah. that, you know. No, that's and it's great because it's, it's the is the new. So maybe they are not uh, all these bands are are not very known outside of Mexico, but I, I think they're they are about to be discovered, and I think Mexico is about to be discovered with all this new scene of of great. Uh, bands and music that is, is coming from Mexico, and Mexico uh, also is supporting a lot of this, this music. It's, it's not like uh, they are not considering to anything. It's, it's, it's like, oh, right, right now, for example, we, we just uh, um, were part of this huge um, like campaign called Mexico's uh, Suena, Mex the Mexico Sound of Mexico, kind of. Yeah. If you want to translate it, uh, and they were uh, doing TV shows, uh, specials of concerts, live concerts of every band, uh, even there is alternative, indie, electronica, rock, pop, uh, regional music like folk music, panchero, everything. So they everybody had a, a spot and a chance to to play their their their, their music. So I think it's, 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 it's something that uh, right now in Mexico it's, it's amazing to be part of and, and, and feel that uh, people are supporting it, um, media is supporting it, uh, you know, TV is supporting it, Every, everything uh, I think it's, it's being considered as important and, and everybody feels that it's, 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 it's doing something and, and enjoying it, doing it because it's their own style. Yeah. Their own style, their own their own style of music, and it's great to to, to turn on the TV and then you you see a, a concert of a mariachi band or a cumbia band, and then you see a concert of electronica or a indie band the next day on the same in the same channel and everything. So it, it's great to, to see that. And no, that's fantastic, Peter. So the Sueño Sueño de la Máquina. When does that come out? In July. 
July 17. Yeah. July 17. Excellent. Now this Saturday, you guys are going to be at the uh, headlining the uh, the Silver Lake Jubilee, which is a which is a great event. I've been to it before, and I was excited you guys are going to be there. It's been a while since I've seen you, but what's your uh, what's your new show like? Well, I mean, uh, through the years, um, we've been kind of uh, incorporating more stuff, and, and you know, uh, maybe for uh, when we do show when we do shows in Mexico that we. We have the, the the opportunity to to perform in, in big festivals or big stages uh, where we can put all our things that we have. I mean, we have a like a cameras, video, lights, and a lot and a lot of uh, things going on. But we we base all our concert in also in our performance. That I think we 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 also we enjoy enjoying uh, also uh, the. the the performance of the musicians live, which is, is really cool for us, not just to, to have all these things going on that then suddenly you forget about the guys that are doing the music, you know, and yeah. performance of the instruments. So we, we bring a lot of our instruments live, like all of the big sets of percussion and drums and, and the accordions and the, a lot of keyboards and, and stars and bass and all of that. We incorporate with, with visuals and lights and everything like that. And it's been growing and growing, uh, uh, like partially. But uh, at, for Sueño de la Máquina, kind of we we even twist a little bit of our old songs, and we kind of blend it in into the new songs. And so it's 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 also really um, a very danceful uh, set, very upbeat and 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 dance, dancey. You know, it's very about dance. That's awesome. No, it's going to be a great show. I can't wait to see you guys on Saturday, man. So, hey, well, thank you so much for, for taking the time to speak with me. Uh, Ulysses, appreciate it, man. I'm a big fan. It's going to be a great show. Looking forward to seeing you guys. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday in, uh, in Silver Lake. Oh, thanks, for you. Thanks. thanks so much to you, Matt. And I hope to see you then. And uh, anytime, just uh, uh, see you say hi on the, on the show then. Excellent, brother. Thank you so much. You take care. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Feel for you. 